start with, hey, thank you. Yeah, well, I guess we'll start out with one, uh, for, uh, rock and roll hero that, uh, recently, uh, passed away, old Dusty Hill from the, uh, that little old band from Texas. And, uh, maybe we'll send this one out to him and, you know, maybe you got a loved one or somebody that... Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. Well, now Jesus just left Chicago, and it bound for New Orleans. Now Jesus just left Chicago And he bound for New Orleans yeah, yeah. Well now he work at one point to the other Yeah, and all points in between I took a jump through Mississippi They turned in muddy waters Yeah, in the holy wine Well, I took a jump through Mississippi Turned in muddy water In the holy wine Flows out to California, yeah, to the far side of the pine. Take me with you, Jesus. not see him in person but I'll see you just the same I say now you might not see him in person but I'll see you just the same
Well, good evening. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. This is season 19 of Red Barn Radio, and tonight we welcome you to show number 745. Incidentally, this is the last show of season 19. We're going dark next week to prepare for episode one of season 20. Tonight is our final show of season number 19. Our staff and our artists so appreciate that you continue to visit the Red Barn Radio YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch channels to enjoy our Wednesday live streams. Tonight is a special night on one other count, and that our dear buddy, staff member, family member, associate producer, Adam Schrodinger, is moving on, and we are going to miss him dearly. Adam, I don't really know what else to say, except we're going to miss you. And Adam says... In, in a true Adam way, he says, yes, you will miss me. This week, we bring to Red Barn blues artist Reverend Freakchild. In the tradition of such holy blues reverends as Reverend Gary Davis, such is the irreverent Reverend Freakchild. The Rev has done some terrific collaborative work with musicians including Melvin Seals, Mark Caron, Chris Parker, Hugh Poole, Jay Collins, and Grammy-nominated G. Love of G. Love and Special Sauce. Welcome, Reverend Freakchild. <laughs> One can have you can do by me. Yeah, there's one kind of favor you can do for me. Yeah, there's one kind of favor you can do for me. Just see that their graves are kept clean.
turning cold See when my heart stops beating And my hands is turning cold See my heart has stopped beating Now my hands is turning cold Now I believe what the Bible told One kind fairy can do for me. Now there's one kind fairy you can do for me. Yeah, there's one kind fairy you can do for me. They see that their graves are kept clean. Hey! Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development advocacy and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. He now lives in Colorado. The Rev grew up in Hawaii and also spent a great deal of time living and playing in New York. He holds a degree in philosophy and religion from Northeastern University in Boston. He continues to perform and preach, proclaiming, Music is my religion. Through song, I seek transcendence. Also known as the Reverend Billy Sunday, Reverend Love Child, and Fortomatic. Our guest tonight, he's laughing, our guest tonight is with us tonight for a very special solo acoustic program. We're so glad to have him. Get ready for a great show. We got Reverend Freak Child on the Red Barn stage. Here's another one for all the, all the spirits out there. It's called In My Time of Dying. I don't know, I don't know who wrote this song. It's old as the hills, old as these beautiful hills here in Kentucky. When out in my time of dying, don't want nobody to mourn. All I want my friends to do is afford my dying off. I say, well, 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 so I can die easy. Well, 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 so I can die, Lord. I say, well, 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 so I can die easy. Jesus gonna make them. Jesus gonna make them. Jesus gonna make them dying, babe. Jesus, meet me, meet 
the middle of the air. And if the swing should fail me, Lord, just meet me with another pair. I say, well, 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 so I can die easy. Well, 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 so I can die, Lord. I say, well, 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 so I can die easy. Jesus gonna make a Jesus gonna make a Jesus gonna make my dying bed. Talk, oh, let's do it. <laughs> How cool that you got to go to Gethsemane. I know. That was beautiful. You know, I've been wanting to do that for First years. First time. I was here, and somebody told me about it years ago when I was passing through playing a gig, and I thought, wow, is that the place that Thomas Merton like, yeah. stayed for a while? And for some reason, I thought it was like the place that he made, but of course, he was just in that tradition, you know, and I guess it was like the late 1800s they built that place, so they've been doing that thing. It's a farm out there now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how long Merton was actually there, yeah, but I'm going to find out. Yeah, and of course, you know, he died an untimely de death. Yeah. He oh, met yeah. this guy, Chagim Trumpa, who was the founder of Naropa, and they were talking about doing interreligious dialogues, you know. And they met in India, and soon after that, he, like, died in some freak accident where, like, I think I, it was a you know, the, yeah, it was in the bathtub, and I guess the, the hairdryer or fan, like, fell in there. So be careful. Word to the wise people, you know, don't miss your, mix your electricity and your water. And your <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bummer, yeah. why don't we get started acquainting yeah. people with who you are? Let us look inside the window of your kidhood yes. and talk like about, you talk about your this early memories of, uh, you know, how music came who to you. Who am I? Yeah. Is the question. Did your family bring music to you? Yes. My mother was a uh, classical pianist. She used to play with the Houston Symphony. So there was a lot of, uh, I don't hear you practicing in there. And I'd be like, yeah, mom, whatever. Brahms, Beethoven, Bach, blah, blah, blah. Piano, huh? And then my dad would take me driving like on Saturdays. And he'd be like, you don't have to put your seatbelt on. I mean, this is the <laughs> 70s, right? And he'd be like, whatever, man. We're going to drive around, you know. And he'd be turning me on to Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf. And, you know, it was the 70s. So there was some, you know, ABBA and there was some Neil Diamond, you know, and, and a Fleetwood Mac. I must have listened to rumors like a thousand and eight times you, you know? and a lot of people yeah and that had like yeah. a blues blues rhythm to it you know like that's a, that used to be a blues band you know those guys were with, with john mayo i don't know that i hear well, a lindsey buckingham's even playing a, a uh, he's playing a resonator on one tune oh you yeah know? right and he there on know, the listen to the wind blow tune right oh, so right. beautiful yeah, right. I, I could listen to that album again it's an amazing album you know i was born in west point new york actually going back up there to a couple foot, football games with my dad he's still involved there he's a west pointer and then we moved to hawaii when i was two and, you know, I grew up, like, going to school without shoes on, you know? So we moved back east. Why'd you move to Hawaii? My dad had got a job. You know, you usually follow those people that are clothing and feeding you when, yeah, when you're yeah, nine right. years old. You know, it's like, what kind of job took him to Hawaii? Yeah, I, I, he got involved with the oil industry out, uh, out there after he uh, got let go from his military service. You know? Oh, okay. He did two tours in uh, uh, Vietnam. And, and for anybody out there, thank you for your service. Welcome home, you know? And I know there's a lot of heartache with the whole Afghanistan thing. But, you know, there is no easy way to lose a war. It just, you know, we can call it a tie, we can call it whatever, but it just sucks. So yeah. You are a preacher. Hey, I don't do know what it. you expected here. It's a Wednesday night, but you're uh, a Reverend Free Child. <laughs> you can get a teaching and a preaching. What are you going to do, you know? But, so yeah. you left Hawaii, and then... Uh, yeah, so we moved back east. My dad got another job in uh, finance in New York, so we moved to Connecticut, and that was weird, man. I was coming from the islands, and, I, and my mom was like, huh. you have to wear shoes to work, or shoes to work, <laughs> shoes to school. And I was like, why? 
<laughs> like, why? And she's like, because it's going to start snowing soon. <laughs> I was yeah, like, snowing? Right. What's that? You know? And you saw a little bit of snow on Mauna Kea and Mauna Loa growing up. But that was a trip, man. And, like, you know, the uptight East Coast people was like, man, just chill out. So I moved back out to, you know, Colorado after many years back there and was like, oh, right, this is more my speed. You know? And it's not just the pot smoking. It's just people. I think it's the sunshine. You know, it's like, wow, man, it's cool. Everything's cool, man. You know? In Colorado. Yeah, in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going on 16 years sober. So that maybe that's another thing to say. You know, like, people out there just lay hands on the radio, you know. Uh, addiction is, is you're not to blame for that but you are responsible for your own recovery you know so there's a lot of people that want to help you out and uh, just hang in there be tough a lot of beautiful things happen in this world you know it's a heavy thing man yeah, yeah. well you're on placing on Jesus someone who cares yeah to hear your prayer How long did you actually stay in New York? I uh, actually really lived and worked there after I went to university, after I got my BS and BS from Northeastern yes. University. And I played in a, a great rock and roll jam band called Banana Fish for years, and that was really fun. Those were the years we got paid in beer, and we're like, we're going to get paid well, you know. <laughs> that was really fun, you know, and it was great. And this was a band out of New York? It was actually out of Boston. 
Oh, okay. And then moved back down to New York and actually um, got sober and uh, was able to be of greater service and uh, started working <laughs> with cancer kids and raising money oh, for right. uh, cancer kids and their families getting treatment in the area hospitals in New York. And I got burnt out on that job, you know, seeing cancer kids go to yeah, the hospital sure. and never come back and just... I went to a healer one time, and he put his hands on me like for like 30 seconds. He's like, okay, I'm going to take my hands off of you now because I am getting overwhelmed. I was like, wow, dude, I'm like uh-huh. putting off a lot of heavy energy. I've seen like – and I just all like envision all the kids that have died of that, and it was like thousands. you know. So I was like, wow, I think it's time to take a break. So I went on this uh, Buddhist pilgrimage in 2012, and that changed my life, man. It's like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to India, but it's, it's the same planet, but it's a whole other world. You know, I was like going to museums like weeks before I went. Like, okay, let me get used to looking at dudes with tons of arms and Shivas and, you know, Brahmas and all kinds of stuff and Buddhas. And I went with this guy, uh, Bernie Glassman. He's a Zen master. Actually, I went and tried to give him a copy of that tune. All I got is now, right? And I'm sitting there, and I have it in my jacket. I remember this so distinctively. And I was at a meditation retreat. And he was teaching on something, and it was the lunch break, and I was about to give him the CD with the, you know, the title track is all I got is now. And I, he turned around and he said, hey, man, when's lunch? And I was like, uh, I don't know, Bernie. And he worked on the space program. He's like a genius. And then he started being the avid at the L.A. Zen Center. He can, like, look deeply into your eyes, and you just, oh, wait, was that enlightenment? What was that? This guy is, like, totally vibrating on a whole le- another level. And so he turns to me and goes, what time's lunch, man? And I was like, ugh. Uh, I don't know, Ernie. And Roshi Joan Halifax, we were in uh, the Upaya Zen Center in uh, New Mexico. She said, Bernie, it's right now. And he looked deep in my eyes. And here I am about to give him a song called All I Got Is Now. And he looks deep in my eyes and he goes, everything is now, man. And I was like, okay, let me, let me just put this away. I got some work to do. So now I say not only I got, you know, it's like too much ego. The I and God is clinging. It's like, no, let go of the I, man. Let go of the clinging. Just everything is now, man. And I was like, wow, that was an intense teaching. And I didn't even really ask for it. You know, it was like I was approaching the guru, and it just he just felt my energy and put it back on me. And I was like, wow, this guy is amazing. Yeah, well, future tripping all night long. I'm trying to figure out, yeah, what might go wrong. Yeah, well, I'm waking up, yeah, and my mind's a mess, uh, that's cause I keep forgetting life's own preciousness, yeah, cause of yesterday's a history, tomorrow's our mystery, all I got is now, but I keep forgetting that somehow, well now, yeah, let's all face it, yeah, we all's gonna Nobody come back from that except maybe Oh, Jesus on high, yeah, well All precious and permanence, yeah Got an attitude of gratitude, yeah Just gotta live my life, yeah And uh, stop asking why, yeah Cause uh, yesterday's a history Tomorrow's our mystery All I got is now But I keep forgetting that somehow What you want that ain't real happiness uh, seeking God in yourself uh, that's just a kind of emptiness yeah but if you can want uh, just what you get uh, that's what my llama says is the best thing yet yeah cause uh, yesterday's a history tomorrow's our mystery all I got is now 
getting that somehow. Well, well, just remember whatever you might do, good, bad, or beautiful, yeah, gonna come back on you, yeah. So you find yourself, yeah, in a real hellish place. Uh, better appeal to the better angels of your being and move on through that space, yeah, cause uh, yesterday's a history. Tomorrow's out of mystery. Everything is now, man. You know what I'm saying? Kick and dig it. I went to a show one time with a friend of mine, and it was back in my using days, so we were pretty out of it. I don't know what on, but uh, and uh, we went to see J.J. Kale. Mm. And my buddy goes, why does he keep on playing Eric Clapton songs? I was like, no, no, those are his uh, songs. Yeah, oh, whoa, yes, right? right? And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great boogie, you know. And, yeah, ZZ Top, you know, uh, hopefully they gave some money to the John Lee Hooker estate. You I know? should hope you so. You know, John Lee Hooker Jr. is doing his thing. I think he had, a, like, a preacher thing for a minute there. And I don't know if he's back to the blues or whatever, but uh, he's around and about. I, Ooh. I, I, was, I had some album of his, like, live from Turkey or something like that. John Lee Hooker, what a force. I got to see him before he died. And I think that was uh, Bob Dylan's claim to fame. He got to open up for John Lee Hooker as his first official gig in New York or whatever. But like at, at a folk album. Yeah, folk exactly. Event, and, right. and John Lee Hooker had that folk blues thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember this kid came up, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a student of the blues, like John Hammond says, you know, uh, and a student of these these blues reverends, you know, that used all the accoutrement, the paraphernalia, or the, you know, the, the skillful means of the blues to preach the gospel, you know, Blind Lemon Jefferson, Blind Willie Johnson, you know, yeah. Blind Willie McTell, you know, Son House, you know, all these guys, Rube Lacey, uh, you know, Skip James, you know, really playing with all that mythology, you know, uh, you look at the blues, you listen, looking at the history of African-American experience and, and you know, it, uh, even Muddy Waters and, 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 all, and Willie Dixon, all the guys, you know, they passed it on to the next generation, which was mostly British blues guys. It had to go across the pond to realize we had, like, you know, beautiful fruit right in our backyard, you know, kind of thing. So whether you up or down or enslaved for 400 years or, you know, you're a woman in suffrage, we're all human. We all get down and, you know, we just got to hang in there and be tough. A lot of beautiful things happen yeah. in this world, man. Of 
We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. Chips cashed in, I keep it trucking like a doodah man. Get together, more or less in line. Just keep it trucking on, on, on. Yeah, arrows on the end, I'm flashing my keys on Main Street. Chicago, you know, Detroit, and it's all on the same street. Your typical city involving your typical daydream. Hang it up to see what tomorrow brings. Dallas, got a soft machine, yeah, Houston, you're close to New Orleans, yeah, New York, got some ways and means, but just won't let you be here. Well, most of the cats that you meet on the streets have no true love, most of the time they're sitting and crying at home. One of these days, they, they, they better get going. Out of the door and down on the street all alone. Yeah, chugging like the dude dog man said once told me you got to play your hand. Sometimes the cards are worth a dime if you don't live down. Well, sometimes the lights don't shine. Yeah, knock down against the way 
now and you want to settle down. But I guess they can't revoke your soul for trying. Get out of the door and let out look all around. Sometimes the light's so shining on me. Well, other times I can barely see. Well, lately it occurred to me. What a long, strange trip it's been. My dad raised me on these tunes, so, you know, and I can always, always hear him saying, like, white boy playing the blues, isn't that what they call rock and roll? You know, so it's like, he's always giving me a hard time, you know. Can't wait for losing. Anyway, here's old John Lee Hooker tune called Boom, Boom, Boom. Now, this is a perfect song. Say, if you're playing a gig, yeah. You see a lady, you see your lady walking up, maybe dancing in the audience, and you say, Boom, 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 really knock me out right off of my feet. You come home with me, cause I like the way you walk, and I like the way you talk when you talk to me. Baby, talk. You whisper in my ear. You tell me you love me, make me feel so good. Yeah, yeah, make me feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
earlier on we were talking about some sort of pivotal moments in your childhood, mm -hmm. like when you realized you couldn't go barefoot in Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut, <laughs> or at least in school there. What are some similar sort of uh, turning points in yeah. your adult life, especially ones that sort of maybe turned you to a more contemplative life well, and yeah, truth be connection told, with, with your spirituality sure. and your music? Truth be told, you know, I, I'm going on 16 years sober, so, you know, one day at a time, all that. Like I said, you know, if anybody's out there listening, you know, know that there's a lot of help. So just all you got to do is reach out, you know, and, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. And, you know, you get in one of those communities, you'll find everything, one of those recovery communities, you'll find everything that you were looking for in the drugs in a recovery community. Fellowship, you know, a way of life, spirituality, you know, a high that you cannot compare when you help somebody else, you know. It's, uh -huh. it's amazing, you know, and... and when I was younger, like I mentioned, you know, my mama used to read to us out of the Bible. That, and she wasn't a religious zealot. She was just a Texas Presbyterian. You know, they've been doing that for hundreds of years in this country, hundreds of years back in the old country. That's what she used to do after dinner, and you know, before TV. You know, it was entertainment kind of thing and also, you know, scripture. And, you know, it was either Bible study or choir practice on Wednesday night and then church on Sunday. And so when I dropped acid when I was 16, you know, and thought it was Jesus for that weekend, things got a little complicated. So uh, the Buddhism, you know, sort of these cool ice cubes of Buddhism in my hot beverage of Christianity, you know, and, uh, you know, the Gospel of John influenced by uh, a Greek kind of, uh, it was one of the later Gospels, you know, talking about, you know, who's not for me is against me. You know, that's about, like, you know, exclusivist, like turning inward, right? But once you're okay with your spirituality enough that you don't have to proselytize, you start to respect people from where they're drilling their well, how they're growing their fruit, you know, which is the fruit of spirituality, you know. And I think that now that I've found a well, not only in Christianity, but also in Buddhism, I'm just more curious. You know, I've let go of the worry and, and, and really embraced the wonder of how different people seek different ways of making sense of this world. And for me, for many years, it was like a psychedelic experience, you know. And so I think that's why I'm so hip with, like, the hippies, because they're like, dude, Reverend Freak Child, what's that? That's, I'm curious. I'm open to it, you know? Galileo Rerus, huh? I'm too lazy to crawl for days. Galileo Rerus, huh? in the barnyard upset in every way yeah here we go so when the dog began to bark yeah and the hound began to howl oh yeah yeah I say when the dog began to bark yeah and the hounds they began to howl Peace in the barnyard. 
six yeah. months of recovery i couldn't even listen to music man remember then spinal tap where he's like what would you do if you didn't have rock and roll he's like well the sex and the drugs i could just do that you know <laughs> it's like that was like for me i remember being at this gig that i had it was like my regular you know it was a gig in queens new york that was my monthly gig you know when i come back and i just hit it you know and and then i go on tour when i was living in new york i remember this guy saying hey man where are you touring next and he was kind of like living vicariously through me and i was like i'm not touring anywhere man i'm like oh right i haven't booked anything and I hit a pretty bad bottom, you know. It's like when you're running around the streets of New York City naked thinking you're Lord Shiva, you know, it might be time to sober up. You know, that was sure. me. I was like, yes, <laughs> I am Lord Shiva, the God of death. You know, and it's like the cops are like, uh, we got another wagon live one, dude. Let's fucking take this guy in, you know. It's like, and luckily they didn't take me downtown and book me. They took me to a mental hospital. I slept it off. And I realized that, you know, some people have some real demons, you know schizophrenia and stuff like that they need medication they maybe need drugs to get more heedful right all i needed to do was just stop doing the drugs and i was i'd stop i stopped i i magically stopped ending up in the drunk tank it was as easy as that but the skillful means the actual doing it was very difficult like i said for the first six months i couldn't even listen to music my mama god bless her i love her so much she let me sleep on her couch hopefully the last time you know, and I just stayed there, and she let me get sober, and I actually took to the program. I didn't go to church, per se. I went into this church, and I got this feeling of, like, why me? You know, like, ah, complaints. And I would just sit there for a moment. And I was really killing time before a, an AA meeting. It was on the way to this AA meeting, and it was always open right before that. And I was like, oh, it's a cool place, especially in the winter. You know, it was, like, nice to not be hanging outside, you know, you know because it was cold out or whatever. And so I slipped into this church. Invariably, I would leave just being grateful. Like my sponsor would say, you know, you know where your bottom is? It's where you decide to stop digging. That's uh. it. And really, that's the solution to addiction. Is and it seems so counterintuitive to our culture because wait, well, your solution is either take a pill or get some surgery, you know, or buy a new product or you know, blah blah blah, you know, kind of thing. You know what they say when you take the alcohol out of the alcoholic, you're left with the ick. You know, so <laughs> I still got the ick, baby. Uh-huh, you know, nice. I'm crazy as can be. You know, it's like what's this guy? I was up in Maine, and he said. He said, you know, the circus may not be in town, but the monkey's still on your back. I was like, fuck. Or maybe it's the other way around, right? The monkey's off your back. That's what it is. The monkey's off your back, but the circus is still in town. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. I'm 
Reverend was like named before, you know, I was sitting there smoking pot one night and my friend was like, oh man, you look some lonely freak child just smoking pot all day. I'm going to the party. And I was like, oh, I'm going to sit here and do some work on this bag, you know? Oh, this is the freak child persona. Right. And, that, and okay. then it became this thing where I sort of lived into it. And uh, actually this shaman is on my mind because I'm going to go see him on Saturday. I haven't seen him since the pandemic, you know, like two, maybe two, two and a half years when I was starting this Master of Divinity, which just keeps going on. I've been working on it for seven years now, <laughs> making the most of my midlife crisis. But he said, nephew, sometimes, you know, art imitates life, and sometimes life imitates art. So I came up with this character to, like, explore the blues and spiritual music, and it worked on me. You know, that's what yeah. music does. And you live into these songs, you know, whether you're writing them or you're just covering them. Yeah. Well, now I rode and I tumbled
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. So many people to thank for this evening. First of all, the Reverend Preachild for your great, generous, and uh, edifying program. And then there's our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully, flawlessly, each and every week. Thank you all out there for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn Radio stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall, in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, folks, please welcome back Reverend Freakchild. Let me teach it to you. I went trouble come. I paid no mind. Gonna be alright someday. Deep in my heart, do believe God gonna be alright someday. It's hard to like lead the congregation and hold down the whole band. Usually I got a bass player and a drummer and all kinds of guitars and crazy harmonicas and stuff, but. Anyway, we're going to do the best we can here solo, so if you want to sing with me or sing in response, here, let's try it one time. Here it goes like this. We'll sing it, we'll sing it out to all our loved ones. Come on, people, now. Here we go. Gonna be alright. Gonna be alright. Gonna be alright. Gonna be alright. Gonna be 
gonna be alright someday. Alright, that's feeling pretty good, you know. Sing it out to the loved ones. Everybody needs a love, everybody just wants to be happy, right? Come on now. Let's send the let's send it out to the eight billion people on the planet. There's eight billion people just on this planet, man. That's like crazy, man. Billions and billions. And that's not even counting the aliens, but let's not get into that. There we go. Come on, people. Let's send it out to neutral people. Maybe all the people that you've seen on your smartphone or seen on TV that you're never going to meet. Let's send them out a good vibe. Come on, man. Here we go. people we got some more work to do come on let's send one out to the difficult people they might be the same ones that you were singing to you know the loved ones but they're this you know kind of irking you today you know (laughs) come on now everybody just wants to be happy little one for the difficult people in our lives they're having a hard time you never know where people might be coming from or the battles they might be fighting come on now here we go one more level to go we gotta send one out to our enemies and you know i don't mean to be preaching at you but i am the reverend freak child you know it says in matthew and i think it's in uh, luke too yeah it says love your enemies it doesn't say like them it says love them come on now people let's dig deep you know let's reach across the aisle let's reach across the pond let's reach across the universe come on people dig deep let's just send them a good vibe that's all i'm asking come on just a little singing with me that it's gonna be all right, right? All right. Hey, ho, yeah. I'm gonna be all right. self-compassion with all that good work sending out good vibes come on now people let's send one from ourselves to ourselves here we go Enjoy your time here on planet Earth. Yeah. 
All right. Come on, one more time, just for all the session beings. Maybe some miscellaneous things that we missed. Come on, let's send one good vibe out into the universe. Right here from Lexington, Kentucky on the Red Bone Radio. Come on, here we go. From you to you, wherever you may be. All right. Here we go. All gonna be all right. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 